0: How's it going, Kato?
1: Oh, hey, it's going fine. Just working on a scenario for the new game. Yeah, about that. Oh, you've read it. I'm really proud of it. It's a commentary about the role class plays in society and people trying to change their station in life.
0: Yeah, yes. That commentary stuff is good. It's it's just...
1: Oh. What? You're going to have to tone it down a tad. Tone it down? People love this stuff in Xenogears. What do you mean, tone it down? Kato. A talking pig eats a baby. It's a metaphor for how the rich consume everything. It's a pig eating a human
0: child. I don't even want to get into the stuff that you had about the wood and the talking frog.
1: I can't believe it. I'm the writer for Chrono Trigger, for God's sake. I can't believe you're making me change this.
0: Sorry. Even Grand Theft Auto won't go there when it comes to eating babies. We gotta sell this game to tweens. Tone down the child murder, make the characters more peppy, and throw in a teddy bear with an eye patch for good measure. Needs a second draft on my table by Monday. Have a great weekend. Mm,
2: tone it down. I'll show you Tone It Down. And thus, the game came out. Let's take a peek at someone that played it to completion, shall we?
3: Wow, what the hell did I just play?
2: In the early 2000s, Kelly Ryan and Matt Mason were sent to Backlog Prison for the crime of owning too many games. These RPG gamers promptly escaped with help from their staff to the internet underground. Today, still drowning in unplayed games, they survive as podcasters with no fortune. If you have a backlog, if no one else can help, well, you've already found them. It's our team of RPG Backpack.
3: and welcome to rpg backtrack your your regular deep dive into your favorite rpgs we're a production of rpgamer.com bringing you such fine podcasts like rpg cast for your news q a quest for your feedback and we're here for your nostalgia i'm kelly ryan and my co-host the muffy to my toppy mr matt basem
2: uh more like the muffled person who's trees and grass are trying to kill them this time of year oh I'm, I'm sorry my allergies suck
3: too and it's uh right. j- joining <laughs> joining <laughs> us for um this interesting little show i've got cassandra ramos and sam walker uh T- talking about a game that we're all kind of in separate corners on, <laughs> to, to put it lightly.
2: <laughs> Are you saying you have like a triangle strategy to how you're going to discuss this, all tonight?
3: Oh, I wish we were talking about triangle strategy. That's that's a good game. I haven't been able to put that game down. But that's going to be a interesting backtrack two years from now if we stick with the old rules. Um, th- this one, not so much, this one wishes it was a triangle strategy. We're talking about Sands of Destruction. Yay! Uh, yep. yay? And yep. Boo? Uh, oh, uh, to to yeah. be honest, the, oh, go ahead. Games,
1: no, it's like one of the few games I'll talk about that I don't have a positive, a completely positive opinion on.
3: I generally don't talk about games I dislike. I generally don't play games I dislike. <laughs> It's one of those games that I don't remember hating, but I can definitely see why people would um, not necessarily enjoy it either, because it had its issues. Uh, Story-wise, gameplay-wise, everything-wise. I want my 35 hours back. I'm sorry.
2: Who reviewed this back in the day?
0: Mike Minky and he gave it mm-hmm. three and a half. And then I reread his review and I was like, Mike, I love you. You're an idiot.
2: <laughs> I distinctly remember people saying, You're very kind
1: to this game. <laughs> yep.
0: That, oh, I remember that's that great. too. And Mike being like, But I liked it. And we're like, We love you too. Oh, here it is. That. <laughs> it,
3: it's one of those games that it makes you wonder just if, if there hadn't been any, any executive meddling just how it would have turned out because that's what i read is, is the issue is that you know the, the legend goes is that the story started out as kind of dark because it was the xeno gears writer and then he asked him to tone it down and we got this weird mood whiplash kind of thing that nobody knows how to feel about it's tonal mess
0: <laughs> I, I i think cassandra you said it best on twitter it is a curious mess
1: Yes, not, <laughs> a, I, not, I, not a beautiful mess, but it curious. Is a curious
0: mess. It is a curious mess. Um, I think that is actually like a perfect description for this game because it has a lot of very interesting ideas and almost all of them were poorly executed.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so, so you're going to disagree with the very close to excellent quote here?
0: Again, Where I you... love Mike I love Mike <laughs> Minky to pieces, but he, he and I don't agree on much when it comes to
2: uh, things. <laughs>
0: This Streets of Rage may be the only thing we agree on. I
3: was going to say, I thought it was Wheels that was the one that was legendary for bad takes. I don't know if he's played this.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm wondering. I think this might be a case of, I don't think Mike Apps has played this. You have to remember that in in the ye olde days of RP Gamer, um, Mike Minky was notorious for taking many bullets (laughs) in the review sphere Mm. that, again, I'm a masochist. He's he was above my level for masochism. <laughs> so again, I've I've now grown self respect.
2: So maybe um, on the trash heap, this stood a little bit higher than a. Uh,
0: it's possible. Compar- <laughs> um,
2: in comparison again, to his other review loads, this may have been a. It, <laughs> in comparison. Again,
0: I, I, I I should have told Mike more that he needs to earn the power of self respect because he at, the, at that time I don't think he loved himself that much.
3: <laughs> well, I don't <laughs>
0: the power of self respect. <laughs> Because now I don't take on as many crappy game assignments unless it's called Bio Mutant, and then I was like, "What was I thinking?"
3: Well, Sam, thank you, thank you for your thirty-five hours of service. I will be having my own time in, in the crap barrel later on this year with Witch in the Hundred Night. Um, luckily, I've got Soccer awards to keep me company until then. But you know that that's why we do the show. Sometimes you got to play a bad game oh. to appreciate a good game. Mm-hmm. It's also one of those you can't always talk about the good things because so sometimes there's just
0: really wonderfully bad games out there that are totally worth having having a discussion about. And again, for when we get into this one, this is gonna be kind of an interesting game to talk about because again, there are good ideas.
3: Indeed. Well predictable we- execution. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. Let's leave you all with a musical intro because surprisingly the music was pretty decent in this game and then we will dive in with Sands of Destruction right after the break. Welcome back to RPG Backtrack, where we are diving into Sands of Destruction. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to get into it. I mean, this, this is just <laughs> one of those games that either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it, or you're going to be like me and be like, eh, that was certainly a game.
2: It happened. <laughs> I mean,
1: does it I, I, no, does really love it? It's either like you don't like it or, okay, that could have been better.
3: See, I was under the impression that you really liked it, Cassandra. I I,
1: I I, have a love-hate relationship with it. I want to like it. It has such potential. And I, I generally enjoy both of Image Epoch's games. It's just this one that I'm middling on.
3: Yeah. So, it c- came out in 2008 in Japan and then was released two years later in, in the U.S. Um, I'll never forget being in the GameStop and seeing it and it was like, you know, picking up the box and looking at the back. It's like, ooh, this looks like an interesting RPG. And by the writers of Chrono Trigger and Xenogear, surely this will be interesting. And then playing through it and just being like, what did I play? <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't tell what they were going for with this story. Did, did, did it want to be dark? Did it want to be this happy animal uh, game? I'm not sure.
2: Well, if we're talking about Metacritic, what you were playing was the 57th best game on the ds in 2010
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a prize give it an award
2: top 60 60. of
0: 2010 man oh fuck off i i i wonder
3: where lunar sand er, lunar dragon song falls on that list oh my god
2: Wait, I mean, when did that come out?
3: Because that was We're my thing. It's, like, it's, well, a,
2: it's got a lower Metacritic. Well, there might not have been as many games in 2005, but it, it made top 50. It was number 48 best game <laughs> of 2015. <laughs> uh, it, it is considerably lower on the Metacritic score, though. Okay. Oh, and that user score is completely, like, half. <laughs> so so you're talking about the better game tonight. <laughs>
3: yeah, because that's not saying much
2: no no it's not
3: that's a not a very high bar to clear no (laughs) because back then i played just about every ds rpg that came out on the ds Mm -hmm. and yeah i'm gonna (laughs) let you guys talk because you have more divided opinions than me so whoever wrote the summary i
0: appreciate you because i felt like i was you are an angel um I fucking hate this game. I hate the story. I hate the main characters. I felt like the other four characters belonged in a completely different game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, a
1: better game anyway.
0: And I spent most of the game going, what, what am I playing? Like, so here's me being playing the game. I'm like, oh, this seems kind of interesting, whatever. I hate Morte and Kyrie. I hate both of them. I wanted both of them to die. I shouldn't feel that way when I'm playing a game. I shouldn't be like, yeah, these two main characters are so insufferable, but you know, I should empathize with- you can't empathize with dipshits.
3: <laughs>
0: and they're both, oh my God, I just, they made me so mad. Like, well, I like the story in concept, like the idea that there are these beast lords and you know, humans are slaves. But I've also seen this done before and done better
3: is part of the problem. So and when- I was it just me or were they trying to play off of morte as being her destructive tendencies were meant to be funny, but it wasn't coming off as that.
1: exactly, exactly. She, like she uh, comes is, yeah, no, like I generally i I don't generally hate characters, but morte, well, I've mellowed out slightly towards her, but no, I don't. I, I don't yeah. like her. She should have been written far better than that. And just like I don't know what they were going with. But
0: there's nothing to like about her. Like her
1: motivations are incredibly stupid. Like, they don't make sense. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. no, it's so true. Like you're playing it, and that that actually is one of the large issues. Is that the character motivations in this game don't make any sense. But the main motivation also doesn't make sense. I mean, you have a bunch of people being like, "Save the humans," but also the beast lords, but also this, but also this, and there's no like, good rationale for why you should care about either side of the equation.
1: Yeah, no, or, or the justification for why the world needs to be destroyed. <laughs>
3: well, and uh, other gimmick- than be- sorry, other than <laughs> beast lords are racist assholes, so let's just hit the reset button.
1: Yeah, there's, like, some say, like, the world is in decline because the sand sea is getting larger, so de- deserti- desertification and, I guess, whatnot. It's not but, a compelling argument. In this no case, I
0: would let climate change eat this world alive because it's a stupid <laughs> world. Like, nobody, nobody has a good motivation for anything that they do. And I am going to... Say this, and it's going to sound horribly bitchy, and I don't care. Why the fuck am I supposed to care about Kyrie and Morte? Because Kyrie in particular, I was so bothered. By the fact that he has no self-respect and no care towards himself. Like, it actually bothers me that when you're playing battles, that one of the things he says is, oh, I guess it's my fault. And it's like, what are you at fault for, you fucking moron? Yeah,
1: no, it's it's it, it's actually one of the mechanics, of the quip system. So you're going to hear, you could hear that a lot in battle if you have it equipped. But
0: it's still one of those things where I, I get the quip system and I like it. But it's also one of those things where, again, we have a character who literally has no self-respect. So you have no reason to care about him destroying Mm -hmm. the world and being the activation button for it. And that infuriated me because I basically sat there and I'm like, I know this game is trying to make me feel sympathetic towards these two, and I feel nothing. I don't feel sad for him. In fact, I cheered when he died. Because it was like, considering how fucking useless you've both been this whole game. I mean, literally. at the very
3: at the very least, if they were going to have him be pathetic, they could at least have him have some character growth at some point where those I mean, lines change. I
0: think that is the biggest problem. The,
1: they, the say they try to do in a way. He gets a power-up, but it's not really... Yeah.
0: But it's it's a Sailor yeah. Moon style power-up where exactly. it's meaningless. <laughs> it just looks flashier, which normally I'm fine with. But again, like it's not like he's Scott Pilgrim and he gained the power of self-respect with his transformation. He
3: didn't change no.
0: like no. as a character. And it's hard because this game is trying to get you to care about all these things at once, but it's not describing it in a way where the player can care about it or even comprehend sometimes what it's trying to do like the scene where you know the pig eats the baby it's like i know i should be disturbed by this and they played it off to be funny which that's the more disturbing element it's like here's this evil pig and then he ate a baby, and you're like...
1: Well, he threatened to eat a child. He threatened child. to eat a
0: baby, and it's like, I know this is supposed to be dark, but like...
1: Well, it doesn't... It's it. Mood Whiplash in a way that is completely... It's not done well. It's it's not. It's I, not. I mean, you can do Mood Whiplash well, and this game does not do Mood Whiplash well. No, and... Then there's the whole twist of it being soylent green, which I I, I wouldn't really. The, the the twist is the it has to do with the 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 spaceship that's the final dungeon or but
0: the spaceship that is soylent green. That's I... what I got out of it because I didn't fucking understand any yeah, of yeah
1: no that those are I mean I, those are yeah that's not entirely what happened yeah like but, but should we get into the story? Well, or... this is
0: it. Like I don't think we need to get the story. It's a fucking hot mess. Okay. Like, uh, just reading, your the story, story. reading your summary, I was like, I get the story, but that is not the story that was actually presented to me.
3: Sum <laughs> so, so up the story in a nutshell.
0: This was better written. Cassandra's version, better written than the actual game, folks. So,
3: I don't know. I so mean, they, for, just because I cut out a that. lot of the, the, the excess fluff nonsense... I was going to say before you do that, I was even surprised to see the story summary there, because when I tried to look up, you know, usually before a show, I just look up the story summary on like Wikipedia or something just to refresh my memory, and I couldn't find a comprehensive one which always tells me that man not a lot of people finished this game much less wanted to write down what happened yeah exactly i i I replayed it it because it's
1: like i played this game 10 years ago i i know i have a love-hate relationship with it if i played it again maybe it'll change and i i didn't expect it to get better (laughs) so it was just fresh in my mind
0: no like i understand it better reading your summary because the game is so bad at actually comprehending whatever it is it oh. wants to be. Like, I felt oh. stupider playing this game. Oh, for sure. Because I'm just like, so uh, why am I... What is... Huh, huh? Like, mood whiplash? That is, that is the correct term for this game. Because yes. you have their beast lords, and then the slaves. But why do I care about the world r- 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 organization? Who's
1: this? What's and this? And God is a machine, and I don't know. Um, question mark? I mean, like, there's some very interesting implications there, but we're never going to find out what what the, what that deal was.
0: Well, it makes you wonder, right? Again, you think back to the idea that this game is supposed to, was supposed to be a lot darker. Oh like, yes. <laughs> like you you see the elements there for sure, um, but it's also one of those I feel like that original version would have never been made ever. <laughs> um, I don't know, like. The more I think about this game's story, the more I get angry because it's just dumb. It just—it's dumb. It's frustrating, and the only thing I care about is that Toppy is like
3: the cutest chain smoking bear ever. Oh, and I love Toppy. Toppy's the best, uh, um, and, and I, lo- he, I love him too. What you said about the characters—it's right. All of the side characters are far more interesting than the main characters. They
0: are. Like it—it's you know. There's the scene when Curie dies, and he's like, "I love you, Morte. And I was just like, when the fuck did this happen?
1: Uh, they hinted at it earlier, and but they, but,
0: I, I know they hint at God,
1: it. But, like, but I look uh, at it
0: and I go, you guys have a very unhealthy relationship. No, you very. Guys need just to see like a therapist. Like, like no, 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 no. Like I know it's hinted at, but there's no good
1: reason for them to
0: no, ever be in a
1: relationship. Well, I mean, I've heard a justification that since Kyrie is the literal embodiment of destruction, he might be attracted to somebody that wants to destroy the world. <laughs> Except for you know. Boy has no self-respect and he's that's probably gonna it. get abused. Cool. Um,
0: uh, fuck mean,
1: off. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's what I got. Because no, uh, yeah this is not a good. Know. This is not, not a good not romance. No, not at it's all. It's not
0: healthy. She is an awful, awful person. Who her life is. I murder everything, but also people hate me. But I murder everything. And it's like, just bitch, go sit in the corner. Like, <sighs> stop wasting people's time. Give me more augin. He's cute. I like him. Give me more Rhea. She's adorable. Like, ooh, like I just, I felt so angry playing this game. And I feel like I'm just word vomiting my anger, but it's because I just, I felt like my time was
3: wasted so getting into the characters we we have nausea who's kind of a protagonist or an antagonist for most of the game and then joins the party who is a half beast beast person who is is one of my favorite characters in the game because mm-hmm. his story is basically inuyasha to, to put it in a nutshell he is half half human half beast person um he's treated but like crap by his uh person peers because like oh my god he stinks of human including his dickhead of a brother who constantly gives him shit throughout the entire game and Uh, then
1: dies early on at least
3: (laughs) yeah and then uh you know once he daja kind of comes to terms with that and uh, joins the party it's like he has character growth
1: Yep. And he's an honorable guy because you actually to begin the game as playing as Naja for a bit, fighting Morte before we're actually introduced mm-hmm. to Kyrie. And it, you know, do later find out about more about his backstory, how his mother had, was, you know, had thrown stones trying to hit him, hit her instead. And he wanted to kill them, but she convinced him not to do it to actually you know protect the world, not destroy it.
3: It honestly makes me wonder if in an earlier draft of the game, if he was supposed to be the main uh, protagonist. Or had a bigger role, like, maybe? Who knows? Yeah, he just, he seems so much better written and more thought out. I mean, you know what, I could buy that, hard. too. I mean, Felix Rex was written better than a and Morte. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I liked Felix.
3: I appreciate that that the cat person was like one of the few good beastmen. Usually in yeah, games even like if he this, black- the black cats- He
1: did blackmail Kirian Morte
3: in the beginning, but he still helped out as best as he could. Yeah, usually cats in games like this are not portrayed well, so anytime they're portray- portrayed in a good light, I appreciate it. No, Nanja just- yeah. is, is a good character, and
0: I actually like the way in which his character gets his redemption, sort of. It's It was one of the only plot lines that kind of made sense. And he just, he, I mean, I I liked him from the beginning and he was one of the characters where I was curious because it was like, you have this half-man, half-beast lord. He's got a lot of anger. And it seems like a lot of his anger is justified. And then as the game goes on, it's like, okay, no, like it is. And you feel sorry for him. Mm -hmm. And I like the way that, you know, you have that really interesting boss fight before he joins your party where it's he still has a lot of that pented anger and it's like it's not anger necessarily towards the party it's almost like there's anger towards his situation and himself Mm -hmm. and there is there's that need for the resolve so i i like him a lot i never used him because unfortunately just compared to the other party members i had he you get him so late that you kind of have to like put the extra work in yeah at that point like Toppy and Rhea were so much higher level that I was like, no, like I kind of want to just stick with this party. Um, yeah,
1: which is a shame. I mean, I put in the effort to use him, but uh, but he's my favorite character.
3: So, and and then you have Toppy, who is the the t- talking bear with an eye patch. It's kind of silly, but also is one of the best characters in the game as far as DPS goes um I oh sure my god things and has a surprisingly gruff voice despite looking yeah. like a literal teddy bear bear <laughs> yeah uh, for some dumb reason i thought it was steve bloom doing the voice and it wasn't but whoever was doing the voice was very much doing a steve bloom impression
1: no just a A lot of these actors i don't know who they are or where they came from this isn't your usual you know la voice
3: acting for for mm. jrpgs mm-hmm most of them do a pretty good job, though. So, which is fair because you know you're probably gonna have the game turned down most of the time anyway, since it's DS. Yeah. Uh, but- and this game had a lot of, like, surprisingly a lot
0: of voice acting. Yeah, for a it's- DS game.
1: Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's not the largest game like I heard. I-, I think like the largest games were like at 512 megabytes, but it was certainly up there. So they
3: put on as much as they could. Pretty neat. And then Toppy didn't have much character growth, but I still appreciated him as a character just because he was cool and fun. And I want to say kind of the comic relief in a game without a lot of comedy or a lot of questionable comedy. Yeah, a lot of awkward comedy. <laughs> um, and then we have Raya who who is my favorite character in the whole party because, you know, she's, this, she's one of the last dragons. And she's very, um, I mean, she's kind of ditzy, but she's also very introspective. And I don't know why I love characters like that.
1: Like she, the this is partially an act, I think. Mm-hmm. Like she's very, like she's actually pretty solemn, uh, especially since she can see into the future. So she feels she knows what's going to happen. But she, when she joins the party, is that she, Kyrie is going against his nature, and she's very interested into where that's gonna, what's going to happen. She foresaw her grandfather's death and couldn't do anything about it. And also, she dressed, she's dressed goth Lolita, so that's kind of cool. Yeah.
3: And and then you have is it a gate or a gate? Uh, I it's it again. Yeah, I'm Again the green and red. Again, right. Um and I to be honest, I honestly don't remember his story. Uh,
1: again
0: doesn't get a lot, to be honest. Like I love no. Agin's design. Like totally, like Agin is like the kind of guy I would date, mm-hmm. uh basically on like a physical it, look.
1: Yeah, he's the level-headed guy of the party, uh, he tries to rein in as best as he can, forte, because they were childhood friends. Yeah, and, and
0: that's all you kind of get, really.
1: Yeah, he, he was a freedom fighter. You find out that the reason he wants to uh, liberate humans is because he had a feral... A feral friend, right? Yeah, a feral friend that turned into a feral supremacist, so he punched him out.
0: Yeah. And you know what, like that scene when they reveal that, like, no, I I liked, I liked that. I thought that was pretty interesting. Because um, I feel like that would happen in current times right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it the depths of memory, Cassandra, where all that happens? Because like, I actually like that bit of the story. Yes, that's the depth of memory
1: where you get everybody's, like, backstory. Kind of a little bit. and.
0: Um,
3: <laughs>
1: Yes, and oh, and and Morte, instead of like giving her something, they made fun of the fact that she's like a 1.5 dimensional character. (laughs) Like, she steps in and the the sad music plays and nothing happens. She's like, I don't get one. Nothing
0: happens. Yep, I don't get one. And it's like, yeah, bitch, you're not interesting. Exactly. (laughs) No, like, Uh. I thought the depths of memory was really cool. And I really loved, um, just again, snippets for these other characters who, for the most part of the game, Get no development and it's really sad cuz yeah, yeah they are the more interesting characters <laughs> when the game made me had made me play as morte
3: i wanted to pull my hair out it doesn't last long at least i mean oh, I'll... <laughs> oh my god oh god so do you think do you think they were trying to pull a chrono trigger and just could not pull that off i i mean i wouldn't put it, put it past them <laughs> me neither <laughs>
0: Uh, again, at least when you're forced to play as Marl, Marl's interesting.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, again, Morte's only character trait is anger. Like, anger but, and destruction
1: is fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, the it's not much to work with there, like, right? Even like, when
1: she doesn't want to destroy the world anymore because reasons, she's still like, you know, destruction is fun, just not the whole world, just this particular. I, I, I appreciate
0: the way you said reasons, because it was definitely reasons dot dot dot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No reasons. It's really no reasons. No reasons. Just, I guess it's fun. (laughs) So fun. No, and it it is hilarious. It's just, it's like, it shouldn't be funny, but, like, when it, the re like, they... I guess to go into the bit, uh, like the bit of the plot, the reason Kyrie stops, like he doesn't really want to destroy the world to begin with. He's just kind of being dragged along by Morte and he thinks she's cute. But then uh, one of the beast lords, one of the kinder ones, Eliphas Rex, talks to him and tells him, you know, if you destroy the world, K- Morte will die too. Like, no kidding? Really?
0: <laughs> well, you gotta love it. But don't destroy the world because it means it destroys your boner. <laughs> <laughs> Was I the only one who thought of that? <laughs>
3: I don't even think but Morte thought, thought about, about it. it. No, like, like no, no.
1: Happened.
0: I was kinda like, Kyrie likes Morte for reasons. Um Eliphas Rex tells him, Don't destroy th- if you destroy the world, you destroy Morte, and Kyrie went, but my boner <laughs> 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 because again, reasons.
1: Reasons. A lot <laughs> of this yeah.
0: game is very, but reasons. <laughs> none of none of them exist. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry I'm being crass, but it's just one of those I like Kyrie is so nice is part of the problem. So that's why I'm like when I say boners, I think it's funny because like he's the nice boy who's just like, but I can't get any if the world is over, and I would like to get some with the crazy girl. Um, so what Kyrie's lesson is he shouldn't be trying to put his dick in crazy. <laughs> that's what I oh my god, I learned Yeah, the but most I important don't lesson. That lesson. <laughs> don't
3: stick your dick in crazy. Why do nice boys want to stick their dick in crazy? <laughs> I honestly don't Stop know. Stop me. Stop. And and then once again, just kind of getting into what that's not what they were thinking, but just you're inconsistent. Is that they gate that you have your beast lords? And they gave them nuance so that not all the Beast Lord was like, ah, oh, kill all the humans. And you couldn't have given a little bit of that nuance to your main characters that we're supposed to appreciate? No. Apparently uh, not. I mean, I, I'm used to the main
1: characters being a little dull, but th- th- there's dull and there's, a, um, what? how do I put this, a mess? <laughs> well, yeah. uh, again,
0: you have vapid and insane. <laughs> Yeah. Uh Kyrie has the personality of plain toast and Morte is like she is the spiciest of meatballs except she gives you heartburn.
1: <laughs> and we'll try to give the rest of the world heartburn if she can. Heartburn. I want all to have heartburn because I hate <laughs> yeah. all of you. Uh, I, it's still early on like when she finds out about Kyrie can turn things to sand, she's like, come on, I want you to destroy the world now. Like, so what, you're just gonna be standing somewhere in a void watching it get destroyed? Come on.
0: Can I make a, another crude comment then, based on what you just said, Cass? Oh, yeah, sure. Clearly, she gets off on, you know, sand, like, on sand. She must, because like, Girl, her vagina must be so fucking dry that she gets horny over a guy who can destroy the world who's like, but I don't want to destroy the world. I'm a nice boy. And I, she's like, I
1: have a uh, noisy feral right here, right now. Please. Yeah, but
0: she's cute, and we like her. We, we don't like Morte.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, just... The fact that Morte
0: gets off on, like, the destruction of the world was also kind of a bizarre caricature trait that they gave her. To put it lightly. (laughs) Did I put it lightly?
3: (laughs) It was very awkward.
0: Well, it it is. Like, it reads awkwardly in the localization. Like, I kept getting so confused, like,
1: when she'd be like, please let me destroy the world. I want to destroy the world. Please let me
0: destroy the world. And And she
1: throws a tantrum when they're, like... When they, the, um, she's like the, uh, she's at order to send a representative to meet with the beast lords and one of the human resistance groups to t- talk peace. She's like, but, well, she doesn't say anything, but she locks herself in her room. And you could just imagine, okay, she's like throwing a tantrum. She can't destroy the world.
0: Girl, there's a thing called vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, I have no sympathy for her. I loved the tantrum, by the way. I thought that was just like, if it made me hate her anymore. <laughs> okay girl nobody agrees with you nobody cares
1: no and And, and i'm positive she is the only member of the world annihilation front
0: well that's it you can't even get membership girl's not a good leader
1: well she.
0: why do you want to destroy the world reasons reasons what what are your reasons reasons it's fun that's not a reason it's still fun Like so reasons, and you just—I feel like that's the same conversation. And you know what she's doing most of the time is she's smiling and nodding at you.
1: Yeah, and then she changes her mind not to destroy it because reasons. And I kind of like this guy back, I guess.
0: She has no good reason to like him back.
1: Not—he was nice to her apparently. He was
0: one time.
1: He saved her life, sort of, kinda. One time. (laughs) Yeah
0: oh god so yeah no the, the story's a mess um oh.
1: i thought the battle
0: system had oh. some interesting oh, but can uh, we talk
1: about that ending just because there's like um, multiple what the heck wtf is about can, can it can we yeah. not because it was bad no because like, it's fun <laughs> it looks bad. Like, okay. let's talk okay. about the ending so yes
3: uh, Kiriya's uh, mother, the goddess of destruction.
1: create, crea- no, she's the creator. She created this world, but she's apparently actually a machine. The final dungeon appears to be a spaceship full of DNA samples, and they're like the the human figure they see is actually a hologram. And then she, oh, so sorry, Dorian. agrees. She, she asks A to destroy the world, and he just flatly tells her, "No,
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> not listening so- to you, mom." You don't control me.
1: <laughs> and, then, yeah, she, and then she's like, but you promised before you were born. And everybody's just like, oh, Kyrie never breaks a promise. <laughs> it was Let me break dumb. this one. They kill her. And then they go and recreate the world. And <laughs> what's uh, disturbing about it is that at the very end, you see like a bunch of happy people running around. You see the party being happy. But there aren't any other ferals except for Naja, Rhea, and Topi. Yeah. You see Rhea chasing a cat that looks like Felix Rex. So there's some disturb there's some unfortunate implications there. <laughs> you mean <Yeah>. genocide?
0: Genocide. <laughs> I, and that last scene was I I agree with you, guys. I was like, what the
3: fuck? But and also, am I supposed to care? Don't they make mention of like, oh, in the new world, we should have talking animals. Like, you had talking animals in the old world and you wanted to get I, rid of all of them. I, I mean, I don't recall that, but
1: <laughs> just like only certain ferals get to come back in a new world <laughs> as ferals. Cool. So different classism. You didn't exactly. change the world, dum-dums.
0: <laughs> wow. And like, saying I, I, that out I, I, loud makes the ending stupider. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> but I am baffled by that ship thing. Like, is this Earth post-apocalyptic? Is this another planet that was being terraformed by this ship? Aliens? Uh, we're never going to find out because Image Jet no longer exists, so... Reasons,
0: Cassandra.
1: Reasons. I mean, maybe after that implied genocide ending, maybe it's probably best if I don't find out. I, I'm i
0: going to be honest. I was so confused that there was another dungeon. <laughs> like, when you get to the last bit with... Is it, like, is it Latimus Rex? Uh, you learn about Lecaritas yeah. Rex with the soil and Green bit. I was like, cool. <laughs> like, this is... The Soylent Green is going to be like the ending, like Harry Harrison would be proud. And then you beat him. And then there's another dungeon. And I'm like, but why is there another dungeon? Because spaceship. And then you're like, because there's a spaceship now. But also, you know, Kyrie is a destruct button, which I get. But also, why is there this machine lady? But also, is this world even real to begin with? And I'm not a philosophy major. I don't think Sands of Destruction is a philosophy major. What I (laughs) do know is there was no reason to have that last dungeon other than I'm disappointed in you, my child. That's okay, Mom. I know you're disappointed in me, and I'm disappointed in me. But also, I don't want to do the thing you want to do. I'm rebelling no, child, please don't rebel. And then she's not trying hard enough to be upset with him. It was like this dead man, like, no, please don't. Please destroy the world. I'm begging you. And is like, I'm upset because I'm a teenager. And she's just like, okay, Kyrie, I guess you don't want to destroy... I guess I'll have to punish you now. But (laughs) also, I am so bored because you're a dumb child. (laughs) Okay. I just... That ending, again, you, you
1: guys have made given me so much clarity with the ending, and that it's still <laughs> stupid. Yes, it's it, it's stupid, it's mind-boggling, but it's not left my mind, at least, it, 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 or how do I put this? Every so often I think back, what was that about? After 10 years.
0: <laughs> I will never
1: know. So it's Maybe nothing
0: it's if good. not memorable.
3: Uh, no. I mean, for worst, I... For the worst reasons. <laughs> Or some of the worst, and, and yeah, jog, jogging my memory about the game, I I booted up just like the you know first like opening hours, or two, just to, just so I could remember how it started out, and I couldn't get over you know this horrible event happening at the beginning of the game where the home village turns to sand because of Kyrie and everything is destroyed and he realizes it. And then Morte finds him and this happy music is playing in the background the whole time. Yeah. While she's going on about wanting to destroy the world. And it's and I'm just sitting there thinking, Game, do you know what you wanna be? No, no. it
2: doesn't.
1: It, it they, they try to go through one way and then tried to go through another, couldn't agree, and here here you go. Finished product.
0: Eight out of ten. By that <laughs> I mean one out of ten.
1: <laughs> okay, it's not that bad. It's not again, it is not
0: a different game that image Epoch made that scarred me for life.
3: That, I mean, you've got a decent battle system, well, question mark? That's decent, uh, yeah,
1: decent with um, a, a lot of problems, a lot of flaws. Well, it, so... Maybe not a lot, but irritating pro- flaws for sure. My, my feelings on the battle
0: system are, I like this battle system, but Super Robot Wars Endless Frontier did it better. And it frustrates me because I love the idea of... You know you've got the fury attack, the flurry attacks, the blow attacks, and that like, you can chain them all together and you make combos and it's great. Um, but it's an unbalanced mess. Like I think back to there was a boss fight that drove me absolutely insane. It was I think it was the was a uh, elephant the elephant one.
1: Elephant Rex. Okay.
0: Yeah, Elephas Rex, and he got seven turns before I got a turn, but he also like didn't like up his agility or anything. Um, but then I killed him in two turns? Yeah. And it, I was it, like, it's, that it's, doesn't make sense.
1: It's an unbalanced, it's unbalanced as heck. And then usually the game can be really easy, especially if you focus on, because the way this game works is that, yeah, you have your flurries and you have your blows and then you earn customization points after battles and you put these points into the different attacks and skills. By leveling up your flurry attacks, you can chain them together. So by pressing the button once, you can actually pull off multiple flurry attacks. By getting either ten, uh, by either getting ten attacks or by getting criticals, you can increase how many battle points you have. And if you chain enough, you can use your special attacks. So you can make battles yes. extremely easy.
3: Well, I- yeah, once you get the special attack, you're pretty much done with any yeah. regular fight in the game.
1: Yeah, but, but enemies can do this to you, too. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the way that the, I find
0: for the game, like, I think what was frustrating was just there's no rhyme or reason for the enemy side no. to get them. Like, you, yeah, you see your progress when, mm-hmm. like, you build up your bat, like your BP and all that stuff. And, like, it's super satisfying. But when an enemy does it, you're just kind of like, so he did one attack and now he's doing his special, but how? And yeah, also, or, like,
1: yeah. Or game, it did one attack, and it's suddenly like hitting you like ten more times, and you don't know yeah, why.
0: And you don't know why. And, and I, I sat there stumped a lot of time playing the game because it was like, is it based on agility? Is it based on like I was trying to put together? And the game never fully
1: commits to how no. the enemy gets stuff. <laughs> right? I'm just no, like, and, and it shows you a turn order, but it it, it sh- shifts so quickly, it's useless.
0: I don't know how many times where I was like, yes, like it's going to be my turn next. And then like the boss would have seven more turns. Exactly. (laughs) And I'd be like, but how? Like it was supposed to be my turn. Fuck (laughs) you game. Like, and and the game has this problem for me personally. I'm sure it happened to both of you as well, where like you would have either the best luck with a boss fight and be like, yeah, I did it. And like the boss never got a hit. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you'd have the opposite happen where it's just, you never got a turn. And then the boss be like, I wiped you out. And you're like, but how? Like, I don't yep, understand. It never felt like it had a rhyme or reason.
1: Before. Yeah. It, it was dumb luck. It was dumb luck if you were if you know, you, you beat him up, you beat him in one, you know, in like one turn, or it was dumb luck that they got a combo that knocked you out.
0: Yeah, no, I, and, I, I didn't like that. I there is no. an element to it that I do like, and we kind of touched on it was the quip system. That I actually thought was really clever. Like, the idea that when you equip the quips, that they all have different, like, passive bonuses. Yes, they're like, ca- like
1: catchphrases or, or at least yeah.
0: uh, phrases the characters say. Well, I, I mean, giving you the ability, for example, to lower the morale before a battle, or someone gains more money, or more experience, like... Um, uh, making sure that your characters are fully equipped is really awesome, and mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the bonuses it gave. But again, it's that problem of this is a really smart idea in a questionable battle system, <laughs> and that's what's kind of heartbreaking in a way. Like, yeah. Part of the reason I made the comparison to Super Robot Wars is it made me think of the fact that, like in Super Robot Wars, you're juggling in your combos, mm-hmm. and there is a weird similarity with that. But in Super Robot Wars, it was easier to know when, you know, it was supposed to be your turn, or it was easier to know why an enemy was getting a turn before you, usually because it was a agility. So Mm -hmm. it was weird to play this game where it's like, it's doing a lot of similar things, but it's not communicating to me as the player why certain things are happening. Like. The game doesn't communicate to you, for example, like, how to use um, the healing, um, the ultimate heal skills that characters have. Like, I didn't know that after, like, I built the BP gauge that, like, there was another option Mm -hmm. until much later that, oh, Topi has the skill called trump card and it's super helpful. The game doesn't tell you that! Yep. And it's like, oh, press life skills while you're in that, you know, powered up BP and oh look, you can do this other thing that's actually super useful. I just kept assuming it for a while that am like I guess I just have the super attack. And then I started to read guides when I got stuck and I was like, what the fuck is this skill or this skill? And like I had unlocked them, but the game didn't tell me how I was supposed to use them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty poor at that. And yeah. can I just yeah, can I just say that it the the the, the uh, like the battles are also weirdly slow mm-hmm. you can't skip like the, the like the initial intro as it pans over the enemies you can't skip the special attacks
0: yeah that that was kind of annoying honestly.
1: that was like and like and and, the, and because the encounter rate is wildly different but often un- un- stupidly high like this game it can you can be beaten in about 25 to 30 hours uh, it's it, like, you could try to chop off at least another five hours if you could like just some way the control the encounter rate or skip those, you know, bit, skip those slower aspects.
0: Yeah. No. And I, I think it would have been better for it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Cause
0: like, I think I messaged you guys in the chat and I was just like, so this is how long I've been playing,
1: but I don't feel like much has happened. Exactly. exactly. Just like, this is a fairly linear dungeon. Why am I stepping out, running into a battle every three to five steps? What? The
0: dungeons were also kind of interesting, but also a mess.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I like again. I thought the depths of memory was an incredibly cool dungeon, but then you have the one with the mirrors, and it's like, oh, I hated that. Yeah, one.
1: that I, I looked up a I think I looked up a, a guide both times to get. Through, I I had to use know. a
0: guide because as much as I <laughs> mildly understood what Toppy was saying, um, because of the way that the camera works in the game, mm-hmm. it was really easy to turn yourself around. And a lot of the dungeons are puzzle based.
1: Yes. And with
0: that encounter rate, it's infuriating because you're trying some... to work through a puzzle, and then you're just like, "Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake, I'm in a battle, but yeah. I'm trying to work through this." Like,
1: sometimes the encounter rate got lower for those. Sometimes, like in the Wind Tower, but not always. Like I don't think they. The could Wind make Tower was haunt. okay. And yeah, supposedly like... the encounter rate was fixed in the localized version, but I, I wonder if that was a lie.
3: We Can assume it is, they don't exist anymore as a company. I guess <laughs> that's true. I had a very similar issue with the um p- underground prison where everything <gasps> was the same. The sky, I, Oh yeah, yes, the sky
1: jail. I also was yeah. like okay, I need a map. I was oh, like jail, yeah. yeah. It, Fucking it, hate that dungeon. Yeah, it's jail, but it's spelled G-A-O-L, I and apparently that's that a legitimate way to spell that word.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh it was the thing I learned. Um, that dungeon was garbage and poorly designed, and whoever designed that dungeon, um, please don't ever do that again, because I will <laughs> find you and cut you. <laughs> oh, I did not. That one, that I think is actually one of the reasons why my playtime was a little on the high side, because that dungeon just... Mm-hmm. was
1: so confusing
0: and for no good reason.
1: Like, yeah. So even and more like, annoying is that you had like a bunch of different fe- like delivery quest su- sub quests to do in there. So
0: oh, I didn't even
1: bother. I remember where they all were was irritating. Well, and then when you're
0: leaving, like I had to look a good eye cause I was like, I'm just clearly going in a circle and I've definitely yeah. added seven levels to all my characters because yeah. I don't have a clue how to get out of here. Um, it was dumb luck when I found the exit. And I was like, oh, somebody loves me
1: finally. Um, again, dungeons are interesting. They're not very good. Yeah, like they could have been, they they had potential, but like a lot of other things in this game could have been a lot better. Potential? I mean, that's More. the name of this game, I think. It had potential. Pot- you mean
0: potential? You mean colossal disaster. <laughs> Yes. I know I'm being mean, but it's only because I just, I am so conflicted. You know, mm-hmm. it's bad when you hate play something because on one hand, you hate it so much. And on the other hand, you're like, but I need to know. And I, I don't usually do that. It's like, once in a blue moon, I will hate read a book for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. And I don't like when I become that person because then it's, Sam, you're better than that. No, <laughs> I'm actually not better than that. I'm not. Um, and this game, because of what a mess it was, you just kind of play it and you go, this is wasted potential. This is confusing. Can she stop talking? Um, but <laughs> what, what are is you going implying on? with
1: that ending? <laughs>
0: and then I don't understand this ending. But I think I got stupider dealing with it. <laughs> also genocide. But okay. But also gen. Okay. Why is but genocide is bad? <laughs> um, but yeah, just ideas. This, this game. Has, the only thing I like about Sands of destruction is Toffee and the music. Yeah, the music was pretty rad,
3: from what I remember of it. No, because the music's lovely. Like, oh, it is
1: pretty. It is quite good. Uh, it's uh, composed. Ma- I I don't know if it's mainly by Yasunori Mitsuda, but he definitely did like the main theme, and some other important themes. Uh, Shunsuke Tsuchiya, which also did music for *Luminous Arc* and *Arc Rise Fantasia*, and I think Stella Glow also handled some of the tracks, no, which I guess but... makes sense. Uh, but uh, this great. never got an official soundtrack, which
0: I would actually like to have. Yeah. Again, the, the the final area, as much as the final area has no reason to exist in this stupid game, the music for fighting the creator was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it really kind of solidified that this was a final boss for a game where the final boss didn't need to exist because <sighs> she appeared five minutes at the end and was like, I'm here! Uh, no real hints. <laughs> I'm being facetious, but I don't think I'm wrong is the problem. No,
1: no. no. Um,
0: but no, like, that music was lovely. The main theme of the game is fabulous. The battle system music is actually pretty good, too. Like, I did not mind it.
1: Yeah, but a lot um, of the boss music is good. Some of the dungeons, like, uh, the, the Tower of Wind has a really nice has a really nice piece of music in tower, it.
0: The Tower of Wind was, was definitely one of the better pieces of music in the game, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I also didn't mind the one for the Earth dungeon, either. Mm -hmm, Uh, but yeah like I don't understand why this game was allowed to have such a really lovely uh, soundtrack and then the rest of it was and again I'm not a person who hardcore pays attention to music I'm pretty bad at it but when I was playing the game like I kept the music on mostly because again I was more curious about like how they managed to cram all that voice acting in Um, but
1: 256 megabyte cart
3: apparently
0: yeah um but no the music is actually like pretty fabulous
3: um talking about positives for me and something that kind of sold me on the game initially was the graphics because i remember looking at the back of the box and seeing this gigantic water serpent taking up two screens on the ds screen in the screenshots and i was like okay this looks kind of interesting i want to check it out the and, sprites
0: are really nice. Like, yeah. I agree with that, too. Like
3: The, the sprites are really nice. Um, I like the character portraits, especially some of the weirder designs of the Beast Lords. And, you know, even though some of the dungeons were frustrating, I liked the graphics in a lot in some of the dungeons. They were very... It was a very colorful game for being it's such a dark game.
1: Yeah, for, yeah, it's being about destroying the world. It's quite a colorful... And mostly being made of sand. It's pretty colorful. <laughs>
0: Well, I liked in the graphics, too, that um, all the characters looked super distinctive mm-hmm. with their sprites. Um, a lot of the areas had a very distinctive feel to it. Because mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes you can get into the trapping, especially on some of these DS RPGs, where everything kind of looks the same or everything has a genericness to it. And Sansa Destruction, there is nothing generic about how it looks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, the sprites are very, like, are very... Drat, uh, I just had the word, like... um. Expressive, like they, the way mm-hmm. they move. Like, sure, like a l- lot of the characters like have distinctive um, like movements. Ogin adjusts his hat. Naja adjusts his glasses. Morte likes to jump up and down, but they can be very expressive
3: in their movements too. Yeah, especially Toppy when he was doing his kind of ninja kick moves.
1: Yeah, or uh, he just like he lights. like uh, crosses his arms and looks down. Chain smoking
3: bear. Like once again, s- such wasted potential because the game looks so good. Mm-hmm. Especially well, I mean, for DS games, yeah, it sounds I pretty good it, too. Like again,
1: the voice acting, sure. That the the DS screens aren't exactly very good, and I imagine there's some kind of compression going on. But it sounds pretty good too, voice acting wise and music wise. This game had a lot
0: of trickery for people. I feel <laughs> it looked better no, I, than what it was. I, I mean,
3: I would like to think that in a in a world where the game could have gotten more polished, it probably could have been a decent game. Or if, if absolutely mm-hmm. could could have just, you know, made no. the characters little bit better you
0: know and as a person who hates the game i can agree with that because that is the infuriating part of this game is there are so many interesting puzzle pieces mm-hmm. but none of them fit
1: none of them and fit because it was slapped
0: together <laughs> and that's frustrating and there. i mean my my experience with the three image epoch games that i've played they all kind of have that problem where it's it's like everybody had a bunch of ideas. They all threw them on the table. They clunked them together like trucks, and then just went, "Okay, well, it's done." And that's frustrating because, again, like the design of their games is all are always really distinctive. They're really pretty. They're really colorful. Um, really good music too, generally. Really good music, and they're a mess. <laughs> they are an utter mess, and it's it's just one of those things where it's like I it's like I want to love what you make but this is now my third game and there's a part of me that's happy you're defunct so that you're not (laughs) making stuff like this anymore Uh,
1: i still kind of like luminous arc 2
0: luminous arc 2 is fine that's the other one i've played and i was okay with it like i was saying to kelly like i have no beef with luminous arc it's generic but it plays very well (laughs) like there's not much to it, and that's okay. I would rather it be that than it not even knowing what lane it wants to be yeah. in, let alone what yeah. it is, which, uh,
1: for you know,
0: when I played Time and Eternity, Time and Eternity was just ha-ha, pervert, also this girl's naked, ha-ha, this girl's naked too. Um, That's not a game. Maybe <laughs> for people who need help, Um, but that is not a game, because there's nothing redeeming about Time and Eternity. Sansa Destruction had pieces that didn't fit together, but redeemable qualities, like the good music and the graphics. At least it can, it can tout that. And Mm -hmm. a couple of characters that didn't suck. And Toppy. Toppy's the best. He's, but again, they all belong in completely different games.
1: (laughs) Or it should have been in a better game. Uh, And I think to myself, a lot of this could be improved in a sequel. We're probably never going to get that. Mm -mm. I don't don't think you
0: could make a sequel for this, though, is the problem. Because, again, with that stupid ending.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could make a prequel and explain where the heck the ship came from.
0: (laughs) I mean, that would be nice, but... Yeah, I don't yeah, to
1: I mean, a good job with that either. I mean, I think technically Sega owns the IP, but I, I doubt they're gonna they want to do anything with it.
3: No, they they probably went and buried this because <laughs> I can't imagine that it did very well either here or in.
1: Japan. No, I, I I mean hard numbers are numbers are hard to find, but it never got released in Europe, so that's usually a bad sign. A, yeah,
0: well, and it scored so poorly.
1: Yeah. When it came and, out, like, and again. no CD soundtrack. So I guess as it didn't, it, but probably didn't reach some kind of arbitrary number, we said, okay, we're gonna release a soundtrack for this too.
3: Um, That being said, Sam, we were talking about this pre-show, but this is why before you know before the 3ds shop shuts down, you really need to get Stella Glow because that was essentially was Emma G Puck finally kind of getting it and making a really good game, and then it'll make you sad because it's like yes, they finally got it, and uh, and this was your last uh, game, yeah. Now you guys are just making me sad. Yeah. (laughs) Cause, 'Cause Stella Glow had yeah, had everything. Good, good characters, good good design, the gameplay was fun. It just I mean, it was a it was a really excellent little game. Yeah, I mean there's dumb
1: fan service, but you kind of expect it. Yeah. Well
0: it's image epoch. I expect some fan actually, of Destruction had like not enough fan service. <laughs> yeah. Oh, probably because the character who should be fan servicey is like sixteen and awful. Yeah. <laughs> who wants fan service of that? I know, I know. Um so no. Kudos, Sands of Destruction. That's a point for you. No fan service. <laughs> Raya and Morte should give you fan service and neither of them produce. I'm a God lolly. But nothing's happening with that. And that's probably a good thing.
3: So I, yeah. oh, sorry. Do you have know, any other ten, points? Um uh.
0: I bought
3: it for ten dollars and it wasn't even worth it. That. <laughs> yeah, th- that was going to be my next question. So, <laughs> is it worth the ridiculous prices that it hit- hits on eBay? I can't believe it's going for $150. Is I mean, it?
1: I can't believe it's going for $60 used. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. Um, Looking at the eBay prices, like anywhere between sixty and one hundred and fifty. That is insane to me because yeah, like
1: I'm glad I picked this game up at like when it launched, but yeah, again,
0: same here. I got it for ten dollars in a bargain bin at EB Games because they were trying to get rid of their DS stock, and I was like, oh man, Sands of Destruction. I remember Mike Minky liking this. (laughs) Here's my ten dollars. I regret that $10 fully. Um, as I was saying to Kelly before you came on, Cass, uh, it is a game I'm getting rid of. That doesn't happen very often with my RPGs as an RPG collector, um, but I've now played it. <laughs> I do not want it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm going to so keep mine, my... wants... yeah, if only because I mean, I, I like I, I like Dimage Epoch stuff. I, I know I am staying away from Time and Eternity.
0: If, if, if someone wants to be stupid and give me $150, I
3: mean, <laughs> I will give it to you no i mean i'm hanging on to my copy because oh. i don't like selling my games because usually as soon as i do i want to play them again i won't but. have
0: that with this thanks <laughs>
3: you know,
0: I'm, bad. I'm, I'm okay with getting rid of this one i'm i'm actually i i said to my husband i'm like this normally doesn't happen i yeah i he's like no no he's like if you really hated it and you'll never play it again he's like let someone else be stupid enough to buy it <laughs> i mean somebody might like it that's Maybe. it it's clearly not a game for me and by the end of this discussion um it
3: sounds like you guys are uh eh. yeah is that a nice way of putting it it's eh. like i said i did not hate my time with it but i wasn't in a hurry to go back and play it again to, to me the mark the the mark of a good game is when i'm done with it and just feel like i've finished a great experience and i'll never get to have that experience again and this was like oh okay oh we're done that was certainly a game back (laughs) on the shelf but back on the shelf maybe i'll play you again maybe not but i didn't regret buying you i did
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i i still don't Uh, i but i i don't love this game i don't hate this game i wish it were better i really really wish it were better (laughs) It had so many good ideas, squandered them. I think
3: that, that kind of money, you could um I don't I don't know what you could get you could get yourself a copy of Stranger of Paradise, which is so bad it's good. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm ready
0: for the bullshit that is Stranger of Paradise.
3: I'm um, ready. I need to know how stupid it is. You could get Pokemon Arceus, which is really good, though I can't remember if you're a Pokemon fan or not.
0: I, I have it, thankfully.
3: I okay. just haven't had a
0: chance to play it yet.
3: Good, good, because Arceus is really good. I, I have Kirby. Right? Oh I, I
0: yes, Kirby in the mail. Kirby's a good Ooh, game. Nice. Yes. Um, I just, I, I need someone to not punish me.
3: What did I do to deserve my own self-inflicted punishment? Um, but, but being on a show about nostalgia and (laughs) wanting to try something different i guess i did want to try something different again (laughs) it's all on me
0: i chose to do the the pain for myself it's just one of those like the curiosity is now satisfied um i should learn to not let my curious self take over because clearly she has bad ideas um it's not great guys
3: and that's how it goes when you try a new series, especially for, you know, backtrack. Like, sometimes you get lucky like I did and find Yakuza and get a chance to, you know, enjoy something really great. And then sometimes you kind of miss and it sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that being yeah. said, I, I think we're ready to go take a break, process our thoughts, and then come back with the roundtable. Sounds about right. Um yeah <laughs> <laughs> mainly because you know kind of kind of getting the rest of our thoughts out talk, talking about you know, what we were doing when we were when we were playing this because uh, you know some of us played this recently and some of us played this like what 13 years ago
1: well no but yeah. I guess 10 like a little like a, a 12-ish 12. yeah
3: yes something like that
1: I know so, I didn't play this right when it came out the first time I think but I
3: did yeah think I think it, I did play it at launch I think
1: it was still 2010 at the time I think
3: So Let's go take a break Have a breather and then we'll come back with our thoughts And the round table So stick around And welcome back to RPG Backtrack and now we're, <laughs> as if we haven't talked about our personal feelings enough already, we're gonna get into our own personal feelings about uh, Sands of Destruction, our, our favorite characters, that kind of stuff. So, and I think we already said this, but it's worth repeating, What are, who are our favorite characters?
1: Now, as I said before, mine is Naja, the uh, the half wolf feral. Again, I like his design. Um, he has a sympathetic backstory. I like how you begin the game with him, but he's an antagonist most of the time. But he does later join the party. Uh, he's a generally good guy. Kind of puts honor before reason at times, and he turns into a wolf during his special, like like a like a more anthropomorphic wolf
3: during his special attack. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I joked off Mike about this game being kind of a ripoff of Gurren Lagann and they definitely had their anime influence on their shoulder but this given that you know he kind of looks like Inuyasha <laughs> there's no escaping it. Silver haired canine half canine person yeah <laughs> just, just a little bit um that being said my favorite character was a dragon girl Rhea um I, just, I loved her personality and her, her charm, and she was very charming, which is why in the anime adaptation, when they basically made her into a psychotic bitch, it pretty much just turned me off to that show. Which, yeah, I, I forgot to mention, there was an anime adaptation of this, and it was terrible. If you thought the the game was terrible, who? <laughs>
1: I've only seen one episode, but it tells an entirely different story, although I think it came out a little before the game, so what happened, I don't know.
3: Yeah, no, the anime adaptation was pretty bad. Um, I'm glad that I just Netflixed that, because, you know, back in my day, that was when you had to do Netflix uh, via disc, so I, I got that disc from Netflix, and watched the entire all 13 episodes like okay this is going back because this is te- a terrible waste of my time I'll take the game over this any day Um, Sam did you have any favorite characters the only
0: character I liked was Toppy and that's because he was clearly in the wrong
1: fucking game
3: yeah <laughs> Toppy needs his Again, he's a chain
0: smoking bear and I'm fine with that because he's, he's an yep, awesome bounty
1: hunter was a he teddy was bear he's a great bounty
0: hunter with a teddy bear Um, his wife is cool uh, I hate everybody else <laughs> Okay, lies. I, I I like the other four characters,
3: but yeah. they're dropped out by the two really bad characters. <laughs> yes, speaking of his wife, I'm going to go into this first. Like One of the few moments in this game that I did like, as in my favorite moment, was when you meet Toppy's wife and she is like, gigantic compared to he is and he just loves her so much and then his wife ends up becoming part of his ultimate yep yeah that was <laughs> great yeah they
1: kind of they kind of make a joke at it too because more is like she seems familiar and then agon says well you'll see her again when you summon her so <laughs> they, like how does
3: that work i don't know and, and yeah I, I love any move that's yeeting somebody just <laughs> Pick up the bear, yeet. Um, <laughs> and causes a lot of damage. <laughs> Did you guys have any favorite moments? So, yeah,
1: mine is, I guess, near the end, because it just seems to sum up this game pretty well, too. <laughs> it's when the like ki- creator is telling Kyrie that he has to destroy the world. He's just like, nope, I won't do it. I won't destroy the world. And she's like, but you promised before you were born. Everyone's just like, oh, Kyrie never breaks. It's just so ridiculous. And, like... You can't take it seriously, but the game kind of wants you to take it seriously, and I'll never forget it.
3: It's funny in a, wow, what the heck way. Um, Sam, I can probably guess yours. It's when you close the DS for the final time. And it's like, I don't have to it... touch, touch this shit again. Or was it when Kyrie died? I mean, I liked when Kyrie No, you know what my favorite moment of this
1: game is? Soil and Green is people. Because <laughs> it was so fucking dumb. <laughs> well, he's going to use soil Soylent creen- Greens to recreate the world. Look people. at the
0: soil and greens. And then he's just so proud of it. And I was like, this is dumb. By I'm sure it'll all
1: become beautiful flowers.
0: flowers. <laughs> I was like, well, clearly these people are dumb enough, so yeah, go for it. Um, that's my favorite moment when when the game reveals and it thinks it's clever that soil and green are people. Because <laughs> oh, the game thought it was really clever when it did that. And even, though
3: it, even though it did that exact same thing in xeno well
0: it's also just one of those it's that moment where you just want to give the writer an open handed slap <laughs> just all five fingers so that's my favorite moment of sansa of destruction where i go find the lead writer and i give him an
1: open-handed slap uh-oh watch out kato <laughs> yeah
3: i mean he tried <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, but then I, I guess somebody went over a script and some other person went over a script and too many no. cooks in the in the in no. the kitchen. I guess
0: no, we can't we can't sell this to market. No, no <laughs> baby eating. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my favorite moment. Otherwise, um, no. <laughs>
3: And we talked about how good the music was, and we kind of touched on it a little bit. Do we have favorite songs?
1: Uh, well, my I guess is the same. It sounds like the, the final boss theme, uh, fighting oh, against the creator. The yeah, like it probably belongs. It definitely belongs in a better game, but it's it, it's haunting. It sounds gr- like it's fittingly grand and epic. It's a really nice piece, and I would like. To own, I would like to own a soundtrack. I mean, I got the music in other ways, but I don't know. It's just like let me try to have another piece of this very, very strange game. At least the music is good enough to own a soundtrack of. Oh, it didn't sell enough to get a soundtrack. Oh well.
3: So I, I I might have said this. I like the battle music. The the boss battle music is just it's very epic and it has a lot of good energy to it. Um, you'll probably hear it in one of the breaks. I also appreciated some of the lighter hearted tunes, you know, when they weren't playing over something that you should have been crying over <laughs> because of the tone dissonance. but some of the happier jaunty, jaunty tunes in this game were really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one that I was listening to before the show, uh, was about like some caravan or something. And I was kinda getting into that one.
1: Yeah, yeah that would I guess I think it was the, the sand tribe caravan that Al, yeah and Morte were a part of.
3: Yeah. Um I, I, I need to pull that one, put it in our sheet for the uh breaks. Um how about how about you, Sam? Uh the only like the
0: one that I stands out for me is the final boss. And again, that song belongs in a better, or more different game for a battle that doesn't actually need to exist in the game because spaceship five minutes before the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, de- a, a literal deus Sax machina
3: Again, they thought they were clever <laughs> And then, do you guys have any memories About what you were doing when you were playing this? I'm going to let you both go first
1: okay. Okay. I, I, Yeah, I don't I, I really don't remember exactly at that time But I, I very rarely play bad games I, 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 a, I, I generally manage to avoid them And this is, and I do like Image Epoch games, even if they're, they could be a little bit, I I don't know, underwhelming sometimes. But this is the, like, the first game in a long time and probably since was just like, wow, what was that? Why couldn't that, that, that should have been better. This could have been so much better. I like this part. And the funny thing is, when I revisited it, I find myself being a little less antagonistic toward Mo- Morte, very so slightly, and being far more annoyed with the ra- like the random encounter rate and how slow the battles are. <laughs> before, it was a- slightly different. Like, I didn't mind the ra- random battles as much, but I really despised Morte before. <laughs> and I didn't realize, do I really fi- get annoyed by random encounters that much? Apparently so. We have less time as adults. Yes, yes, that's definitely. It's just like I shouldn't be. It, it these battles are giving an extra five hours I didn't need. Although I probably added another five hours falling asleep late at night trying to play through this game, the second time around. Uh,
3: so I've got I've actually got two of them. Well, the first one is very short because I just now remembered I forgot to bring this up in the first segment. When I finished this, or when I went to. The- fight the final boss in this game, I learned that there was a game-breaking bug where if you tried to buff yourself in that fight, the final boss would become invincible. Is that what happened? Yeah.
1: Like, I remember being defeated, and okay, that explains that.
3: Yeah. And, because, you know, I, I've cheesed the game pretty much just by buffing myself to ridiculous levels and then kicking the shit out of all the bosses in the game. And then I did that for the final boss, and it was like, I couldn't even touch the final boss and go look it up on GameFAQs later. And it was it was apparently a known bug. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I just got to fight this boss normally. <laughs> and then my other memory was having to get up at the crack of dawn to go get my oil changed because my husband and I only had one car between us at that time. And if you didn't get up on a Saturday, or if you didn't go like right as they opened on a Saturday, then you pretty much weren't getting in to get your oil changed. And it's like, okay, fine. I'm going to go do this. And I brought my DS with me. And I think I was either running around in the mirror dungeon or the memory dungeon. One of the two. And was completely lost. And that's all I brought to entertain myself while I was waiting for my oil to get changed. And... It's like, well, I, I guess this is my life now. I'm stuck here until I my car is either done or I'm getting through this dungeon. And I, I was proud of myself because I managed to figure it out on my own. But, oh my god, that dungeon sucked. I'm I'm pretty sure it was...
1: Yeah, it was the mayor, that sounds like the mayor dungeon because, yeah, you had your party split up then yeah. and you had to try to find them.
3: Yeah. And... You know, that was, I didn't have a smartphone at the time because it was still 2010 when not everybody had smartphones, so I couldn't go look it up. And that was also my old DS um, before you got the DSi that you could have other games on. So it felt like the 2010s were a little bit archaic in technology for me back then because now now I'm so spoiled. It's like I've got my 3DS if I'm stuck on a game. I'll just pull up Pokemon Picross or something, but not back then. (laughs) (laughs) Or heck, I even have my phone now where if my DS, or if I'm stuck in a game on my DS, then I can just pull up angry birds on my phone. Not back then. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Fun times. So I guess for me, um, I only started it back
0: in February and I finished it last weekend. Um, I'm not getting those 35 hours back, and I apparently have no self-respect, so um, I need to relearn the power of self-respect.
3: Well, while you're relearning it, I will go lose it again by playing Witch in the Hundred Night for the show. Mm. I know. That's a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, am I, I should... going to am I gonna have to tell you to relearn self-respect? <laughs> Maybe. By the time okay. I'm done. I don't know if you're on that episode or not. Oh, no, 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 no um Uh, the moment the game went
0: rape jokes i went and i will never touch you mm
3: -hmm. well luckily i already got past that part and groaned heavily and i i think that there was somebody at nis that worked there that just had a really horrible sense of humor or something because so there was some stuff when i played uh soul nomad recently that made me very uncomfortable um (laughs) certain ableist slurs that aren't okay to use anymore mm. and lovely yes yeah, mm-hmm. so, somebody at that company had issues Yeah, and, and i wonder if, the, if, if that was the same in japanese or if it was just the localizers that did that shit
0: who knows i mean it was a different time right yeah and i yeah. hate saying that because it's one of those i feel like i mean that collection they did for soul nomad was just literally we have the localization Let's slap it together for PS4. Woo, we're done. Yay. Um, and didn't think to go back and I don't know, do like Yakuza three where they actually went and relocalized the text because they realized, oh, the original text was super problematic. Mm-hmm. So,
3: ooh. Yeah, just a bit of a warning for anybody um getting that collection, and luckily I don't think the one that's coming out next time, uh, Makai Kingdom and ZHP, is as bad as that, but I also barely remember those games, so I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, we're, we're get- getting into other games right now, so I think that's about time for us to wrap this up um thank you sam for suffering on our behalf sure um thank you cassandra for replaying again
1: Ah, glad to finally get this game off my chest i bring it up every so often
3: and and of course thank thank you matt for uh hanging out making your april fool's joke brownies
2: (laughs) it's all right i i enjoyed listening to the pain more than experiencing the pain and,
3: and hey um i mean if, if you're curious about the pain there's a whole bunch of let's plays on youtube so that you could watch it and not have to experience it but th- <laughs> th- that being said i think i'm gonna go spend my evening with a much better game which is triangle strategy which i can't wait to talk about in two years or who knows we might we might break the rules and talk about it next year <laughs> just because i'm I'll i'm like to get itching <laughs> Yeah, I'm itching to talk about that game. But th- thanks, guys, for sh- for sticking around. Um, I think we've got Outer Worlds. Yes, Outer Worlds next, which oh, another Sam show. And Josh, I like that game. And Josh and Wheels and David. I like that game.
2: <laughs> we have not had David on very much this year.
3: No, he, he was he around was around a lot all of-
2: the time last year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now now it's been the Sam show. <laughs> oh God, we don't want that. <laughs> we do. You're great. No. <laughs> I'm questionable, that, but that's I had okay. such a not great
0: time talking to everybody. And again, thank you for letting me vent my anger. I've been pent up for the last couple of days. <laughs> not a problem.
3: I put the game in the pile. It's it's ready to go. Um, if if nothing, not well. sorry. If nothing else, backtrack is a support group. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. Um. Oh. Have have a great evening, the rest of the rest of the listeners, and we shall check you later. Bye. Bye. bye est fabula.